When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. In the squadron, they called him Bullets, but we call him Greg Kelly. Greg Kelly is on the air on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hi, Joe Biden still making jokes about uh, the shooting in Nashville. Got a nice chuckle out of it. I saw just a little while ago. No kidding. No kidding. Uh, somebody thought it might be a hate crime, and uh, Joe thought that was funny. Oh, so-and-so thought that. <laughs> I don't I don't agree. Uh, I'm just joking. I'm just joking. Wow. He is, whoo, he's got problems, um, and therefore so do we. You know, I, I used to kind of, okay, I he is the leader of the country. You know, I would like to have a country, wouldn't you? We don't really have a country right now. It's true. Without the border. Without with our decaying and uh, out of control, godless society, d- does it feel like a country? I saw a video of a little kid on a bicycle, the cutest little kid riding his bicycle with his mom, who was on another bicycle. This kid had to be six years old. And they take a little pit stop. They're coming up a suburban street. And the kid gets off his bike, goes over to a small American flag planted on somebody's lawn, <laughs> takes it and throws it on the ground and gets on the bike. And the mom, too. And they're just uh, happy-go-lucky. On, on they go. Because patriotism is, uh, is not cool. It's not fashionable. And apparently religion isn't either. Oh, boy. You can come out as LGBTQ plus IA, whatever, IE, EG, and that's fine. That's beautiful. I saw a priest today, a minister, rather. He, you know what he had on? He was in church. And he was on MSNBC. But for him to go on MSNBC, you know, you can't just go there and talk about God, right? You can't just go there and talk about Jesus. So he had a great big rainbow bow tie, <laughs> rainbow bow tie. Now, everybody is a son, is a son and daughter of God, right? We are all children of God. Um, but I don't have to be in God's face or anybody's face about all the weird hangups and crazy stuff that I have to contend with in my head. Is that, am I proud of those things? No. No. And, uh, okay, well, wait a second, Greg. Uh, you know, being gay is not something, uh, it's not unseemly. It's not, uh, it's not something that is, has to be hidden anymore. Okay, fine. Don't hide it. But to celebrate it like crazy, to celebrate that, do I wear a bow tie on television that somehow signifies that I am a straight person? That's very hard to do with a bow tie anyway. All right. <laughs> Sorry. No. Um, no, of course not. What am I going to do? Walk around with a, a bowling ball or something like that? How do you how do you signify that? I don't know. I it's a it's a sad sad thing. But oh, those cops were amazing, weren't they? Weren't they good? I think this is the most impressive part of um, the body cam footage. This is what's his name um, Engelbert Rex Engelbert going into action. He's outside the school. You know, your life can change like that. It goes from zero to 100 miles per hour, zero to 1,000 miles per hour. Hey, first, actually, listen to him get out of the car. Everything's quiet outside the church. You hear the bag unzip. You're not, you can't see anything here. 
But I'll tell you, he's not running. He's in control. You're not supposed to go running necessarily. You have to kind of assess the situation. He's moving rapidly. He's very, very strong, and he's he's not dilly-dallying, but he's not panicked either. Cut 19, please. Cut 19. I'm making insurance on the front side. I got to put that in your head. Unzip the back to get the big gun. Um, the kids are all locked down, but we have two kids that we don't know where they are. Okay. Okay? Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. We have two kids. Everyone's locked down except two kids. We don't know where they are. Gets that vital piece of information. And then he takes a look at the school, and he goes to work. Next, please. And there's some guy right outside the door who hands him the key. And I think he's with the school and he's in a position like he, the cop knows by procedure that someone from the school is going to be right next to the door with the key because it's that seamless. Watch this or listen to this, please. Cut 20. Let's go. I need three. One more. One more. Let's go. Now they're in the school. Metro Police! Searching room after room. Just amazing. And it looks like they've been doing it all their lives or training for this moment. But this is just one component of their training. And this is not the specialized SWAT team. These are officers who are in the vicinity of the school. They didn't uh, call emergency services unit. These are cops. All right. <laughs> they may they may um, pull you over or save your life. Next cut. Twenty one. Next. Let's go. Door. Door. With me. With me. Open door. All coordinated. Next. Next okay, room. I got it. I got it. Let's go. It's professional as well. It's just a little thing, but no one's cursing. Oh, by the way, people, these are professionals. They're good at this. And after Uvalde, we needed to see this. And I think this is uh, where they run upstairs, and you can start, you'll start hearing the gunfire. The gunfire is coming from the shooter, Audrey Hale. Uh, cut 22. It's upstairs. It sounds like it's upstairs. Going up the steps. Hear that? The bad person. How often do we hear the shots fired by the uh, by the mass shooter? Right. I mean, this doesn't happen. We don't hear. This is. Whew. Let me hear the next one. Push the LPB up. Push the LPB up. Reloading. That's it. Those rapid fire. Those rapid shots at the end. They go down that hallway. 
enter a larger room, they see her and they kill her. As is, as, as needed to be done. It needed to be done. Hey, there's one more, another guy. This is Colazzo, Michael Colazzo. And he comes up, and he has a pistol, not a rifle. And he coordinates so well with the other guys. So I guess when you, when you enter a room or a hallway, you want to have the big gun out front. So he's like backup in a way. But he's playing a key role here as well. Cut 24. Cut 24. Keep pushing. Go. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Move. Right, right, right. Go to the right. Push it LPVO. Push it LPVO. Go right. That's the. And now this guy opens fire. Watch out, watch out. She was still moving and trying to grab a gun. Had a rifle and a pistol with her, at least. I think, uh. Wow. Is that amazing? So here's the gunman, gun person, gun woman herself, Audrey Hale. In happier times, we found this video of her, and it starts with a great big picture of her smiling with a diploma. She just graduated from art school. And here she is talking about her academic life and life as an artist. Cut 25. How did that person become a mass shooter? What happened? I know it's not the parents' fault. I know it's not the gun's fault. I know it's not uh, her brother's fault. I know it's not her teacher's fault. I know it's not Donald Trump's fault. I know it's not even Joe Biden's fault. But society, how do we define society? Here's something that might be at fault. A movement that propels a false sense of oppression. A false sense of oppression. You can be anything you want in America, okay? You really can. Don't mess with the kids. Don't mess with children. But you can do whatever you want. You want to dress up. You want to change your gender. Okay, you go for it. Whatever. Doesn't matter. Renee Richards, everybody, people have been changing sex since uh, 1971. At least, I remember that. The famous tennis player, male tennis player, goes to get surgery. Wow, that was, it. That was, that was, that was an adult. You have the right to do that if you want. Um, but the agenda is focused on kids, and we protect our kids, but we're not oppressing. One's being oppressed, other than potentially children but a false sense of oppression because trans individuals, there's a militant faction and they believe that they are on the verge of uh, extermination or extinction and they're claiming genocide and all this stuff. You know, they have something called the national day of vengeance and you can see it online. They're encouraging transgenders to take up arms, to get weapons and do who knows what they're all going to converge i'm not exactly sure where this is like an underground movement but it's becoming more and more apparent a national day of vengeance 
Can you imagine for a moment if MAGA, <laughs> the MAGA movement, had a national day of vengeance? Well, what about January 6th? <laughs> uh, don't get me started on January 6th, all right? A total and complete setup job. Uh, Antifa is a real thing, but they tell us it's an idea. Militant, out-of-control, transgender individuals who want to corrupt children, that's a real thing. And the media are pretending. It's almost like a ghost did this. Very little. Have you seen the headlines? They're skipping over this individual and the transgender part, which all, by the way, means she had mental illness, a mental illness. Gender dysphoria is a mental illness. And... Why would she have become transgender? I mean, it's a shortcut to a lot of things. Fame, potentially, possibly. Uh, fortune, status, protected status, protected legal status. And you can join a cause. You can be something bigger. You can be part of something bigger than yourself. Well, that seems to be all we have left these days. Nobody seems to be very patriotic. Talk about religion. You'll be accepted if you talk about uh, your most perverse hangups. But if you start talking about God and Jesus and praying, oh, that's going to make people uncomfortable. It's interesting. The transgender uh, individuals uh, can do whatever they want, say whatever they want, try to get close to our kids. Yet that's supposed to be fine. Sticking up for children is triggering for them. Talking about God, that's off limits. Hey, the chief down there has been doing a great job. And right off the bat, I think they knew that this was a radical uh, transgender matter of some kind. Cut 26, please. Did she identify as transgender? She does uh, identify as transgender, yes. Is there any reason to believe that how she identifies is has any motive for targeting the school? Uh, we can give you that at a later time. There is... Uh, some theory to that. We're investigating all the leads, and once we know exactly, we'll let you know. I hope they do. Some theory to that. Some theory to that. Uh, well, the Democrat mayor down there, I think, is actively discouraging. We don't want to talk about that. We don't want anybody to know, know about that. There is this manifesto. What are we waiting on with the manifesto? Shouldn't we see it? They put the body cam footage out. We've got footage of her walking through the uh, walking through the school with the gun. So in her diary, she said exactly what she was doing, why she wanted to do it. I'd like to know that. Just about every time we have one of these things, they leave something behind. And, uh, hey, we know that Buffalo shooter. Didn't he once watch the Tucker Carlson show and they try to blame it on him? We need to know. Hey, the uh, the cops, by the way, not just these two cops, but they're the ones uh, front and center right now. Amazing. The hero Nashville cops who gunned down school shooter Audrey Hale Monday include a Marine Corps veteran who once rushed into action after a Christmas morning terror bombing. Michael Colazzo from the Post here, a nine-year veteran of the police force, was among the first responders at the 2020 bombing that injured eight in the Tennessee Capitol. I remember that now. He's obviously very brave, braver than I ever imagined, his sister Deanne Colazzo DeHart told the outlet. He really does love his job. When I sit and think about all the training and all the different classes that he does and all the family events that he's had to miss because of training or leaving to go through this training or this class, it all really does pay off. Colazzo, 31 years old, and fellow cop Rex Engelbert, 27, 
are now both being hailed as heroes after dramatic body cam footage captured them rushing into the Covenant School uh, and taking down Hale. Uh, let's see here. The deranged shooter had already taken six lives, including three young children. You ever hear a gun go off indoors? It's the loudest thing in the world. It's so loud and it's so tough but amazing that they ran into the gunfire. We are so grateful. America, we may just be winning again. I'll be right back. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Uh, we talked about Joe Biden, and they asked him about Senator Hawley's comments. He thinks Christians, Senator Hawley, Republican of Missouri, believes that Christians are being targeted. Notice how no one really brought up uh, hate crime. It's almost automatic, right? Everybody gets charged with a hate crime. I mean, murder in itself is an act of hate, all right? So sometimes I'm like, it's it should be obvious, but only certain protected groups. Well, what about a, a certain protected group that practices a religion, right? Shouldn't that be... And it looks like they were targeted because of their faith. Uh, the the police uh, have indicated that already. Now, Joe is asked about this on his way back into the White House. It's a little bit tricky to hear, a little bit hard to hear, but let's try it. Go ahead. Do you believe that Christians were targeted, that Christians were targeted in the no national? Idea. Josh Foley believes they were. What do you say to that? Well, I probably don't that. <laughs> I'll be oh, I'm no, I have no idea. Uh, did, did he? He chuckled. He chuckled. I'm joking. He chuckled. Josh Hawley believes that they were targeted because they're Christian. Josh Hawley says that. Then I probably disagree. Ha 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 ha. I'm joking. That's what he just said. That's what he did. Laughing. And who gives him the cover to laugh like that? The far left in the media who don't hold him accountable. This is... A fourth grader could do a better job as president. Clearly, clearly. All right. We need that manifesto. We need to know what the hell was going on in that person's uh, mind. We'll be right back. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. According to the intelligence community, terrorism from white supremacy is the most lethal threat the homeland today. One of the greatest threats to our national security is domestic terrorism manifested by white supremacists. White supremacy is a global terror threat. White supremacist terrorism. For years, warnings have gone out, calling it the gravest threat against the U.S. The most prominent um, threat is the threat of white supremacists. Wow. What a talking point. That's total BS. It's a phantom. It's a total and complete phantom. Show me the white supremacists who have been engaged in this stuff. Where are they? Where the hell are they? They are phantoms. There are like six white supremacists in America. Three of them are in jail, the skinheads, and uh, two of them are in the woods. And uh, one of them uh, went to Switzerland for some reason. That's it. It's a phantom. It is a joke. Uh... It is, however, something they propel because they want this false sense of oppression. The more people who feel oppressed, the more people who feel uh, hostility toward white individuals, uh, the more profit, the more power for them. Uh, it is pretty wild. I went through it last night. How many of these mass shootings have been committed by, sorry to say, uh, <laughs> transgender individuals? 
It is a real thing. Uh, the Denver shooter identified as trans. The Aberdeen, Maryland shooter identified as trans. The Nashville shooter identified as trans. The Colorado Springs shooter identified as non-binary. One thing, this is Benny Johnson, one thing is very clear. The modern trans movement is radicalizing activists into terrorists. This is a real thing. It is happening. Now, they will not acknowledge it because, well, it's the left. They're the good guys. They can't go there. Joe can't go there. You think Joe can take on Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez? Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez is ignorant. She doesn't know about any of this stuff. She doesn't. She is on record as saying that it's troubled white men who do this. Well, we have (laughs) it goes way back. Oh, by the way, the first classic school shooting, and I hate to call it a classic school shooting, 1979, uh, 16-year-old Lizzie Spencer, I believe her name was, shot up that school in San Diego, uh, believed to be part of the LGBTQ community. All right. Sorry. It's just, are we going to ignore it? Yeah, they want to ignore it. Hey, one of the most famous bank robberies of all time, the Dog Day Afternoon bank robbery, the Chase Manhattan Bank. Uh, where was that? Gravesend, Brooklyn, right? Avenue U, I believe. Chase Manhattan was robbed by uh, Sonny Vodovich. Johnny Vodovich and his partner, Sonny. And uh, his buddy, Sonny, I should say. Why did he do that? He robbed the bank to get enough money to give his girlfriend a sex change operation. Or I should say boyfriend, a sex change operation. This is real stuff. It exists. It happens. But they have no file on that because that would be politically incorrect. Just like black identity extremism was considered overnight to be, well, we can't talk about that anymore. Even though it exists, it's real. It's a threat to all Americans. Uh, Cory Booker, uh, he was turned off by it. We got to get the word black out of there and insert it with the word white. Go after the white supremacists wherever they aren't. Connie in New Jersey. Hi. Hey, are you there? All right. Steve in Central Jersey. Hello. How you doing? Good. Yeah, what was good about that video, it showed the non, uh, uh, the general public what has to be done. And I've been saying for years, every officer should have at his immediate disposal an automatic weapon like that. This uh, instance, they were lucky. Colazzo, he's going with a pistol. What do you mean lucky? Oh, hold on. He wasn't lucky. And by the way, a well-aimed pistol, well-aimed, I mean, tell me, I'm glad he had a rifle. I'm glad the other guy, they were armed. They were armed. Um, And a rifle definitely has more range and more power. And it was was a great shot. But you could have made that shot with a pistol. Saying in that particular instance, uh, you're behind the eight ball when you go in. You don't know what the criminal's doing. Is he going to throw down the gun, put his arms up, or is he going to turn and shoot? Yeah, I understand. Now, I mean, I mean, just you realize that the police are are well armed in America. You right? They are. They're well armed, and this was a this was a great case. Everything worked. Everything worked the way it was supposed to work. I'm sorry. I think we agree. But a pistol, a well aimed pistol shot indoors. But you need you need the heavy uh, you need the heavy artillery. Not arguing. Well, it sounded like I was. Uh, I'm not. Anyway, keep going, Steve. Sorry. Yeah, can I bring two things up? Number one, this instance, uh, let's say, happened in a stairway. Now, every cop that practiced these drills, stairway, dangerous. It's better to have an automatic weapon. 
And another thing is... Uh, well, wait a second. When you say automatic weapon, what do you mean by that? I, uh, automatic uh, rifle. I believe these were semi-automatic weapons. Uh, probably not the one you all. Semi, I think it was a semi-automatic weapon. You have to pull the trigger each time. You don't just pull. You don't just. You don't just pull the trigger and all the bullets come tumbling out. It's it's not a machine gun. These were semi-automatic weapons. I don't think so. Uh, I think you're wrong about that. And also for I for aiming purposes, um, an automatic weapon, fully automatic, can can get you in trouble. It can. It's just not as accurate when when the bullet. True, as, but as opposed as opposed to single. What's the other point you want to make? Another point is, uh, uh, for instance, like in New Jersey, we must run in immediately. Here, he he was calling for the other three guys, help, help, help. It was it was pretty much it was pretty much immediate. It was as immediate as you can get. All right. Now, first, he needed the key, and to go in with he, the guy was eight feet away, eight feet away. I mean, this was all but immediate. You can go in with your partner. I mean, just to go in, and uh, this was this. Are you saying this was good? Or are you saying this was bad? Are you saying like in New Jersey they would make you go in by yourself? Yes, they would. So let's. And say, actually, uh, by the way, by the way, if you are by yourself, I think you got to go in. I mean, you got to. If you have two guys right there, let's go, let's go, let's go. That's fine. In New Jersey, if you were by yourself, you're not going to wait for anybody else. You're not going to wait two minutes, right? That that guy, I don't think would have wait, waited five minutes. You got to go in, right? Right. I'd rather go in with an automatic rifle instead of all a right, pistol. Dude, are you a cop or what? I, uh, yes, yes. All right. All right. How many automatic weapons do you have in your police department? We have them. The no, you have semi-automatic. Have you have semi-automatic, no, Steve. No, no. Well, I, where do you work? I don't want to say the You town, don't want to say. I'm very brave of you, Steve. Lenny is in Jersey City. Lenny, what's up? No, Greg, you're a patriot and you're brilliant. And in your heart of hearts, Greg, who do you think controls our main media? Secondly, what can we do for a, a voter verification in battleground states? And finally, whoa, 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 whoa. I, I can't. Uh, 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 thanks for the brilliant title. I, uh, all these all these questions. I, uh, voter ID. Top of my head. Voter ID everywhere. Everybody should have voter ID. What's the third question? When you run for mayor, I don't have a lot of money, but I'm going to contribute to your campaign. Okay. When you run for mayor of New York. Thank you. Thank you very much. As to who controls the media, uh, great question. Complicated answer. Corporations, rich people. Uh, I'm blessed to be part of the independent media. Um, it's a very strange cocktail of uh, biased people pursuing all kinds of weirdo agendas. Uh, but the last one they're pursuing is the truth. That's for sure. I'll try one more. Bob and Syosset, yes. Yeah, Greg, I'm addicted to listening to you. Uh, I met your father many, many years ago. I was a spokesperson for the New York City Transit Police. But I actually called because it's Vietnam Veterans Recognition Day. And uh, I just wanted to make sure that the people who listen to you knew, knew that. Uh, yeah, I did not know that. Um, Vietnam Veteran Recognition Day. Yeah, I heard Hello. about this once before. I heard about this date. And, um, all right. So when uh, were you in, Vi- when were you in Vietnam? Where? Bob? Bob? Yes, I'm here. Yeah. When and where were you in Vietnam? I I was wounded in the Tet Offensive. I was there from June of 67 to February 68. Uh, Wow. Wow. How about that? 
uh, in the army, I guess, right? Yes, yes. All right. <laughs> Who? When did this become Veterans uh, Vietnam Veterans Day? I mean, nobody talks about it, and very few people know about it. When? Who? Who made it such? That I can't answer, but it's all over Facebook. All the veterans are indicating uh, the, the date. I'm going to research that, and um, I, I really uh, can't answer that question. If I, I, I may, Greg, yeah, I did talk to my man. dad today, a uh, Vietnam veteran uh, himself, one year in Vietnam. Uh, didn't mention it. Didn't come up. So I don't think a lot of people know about it. Um, I do know that – I'll tell you another story. Pete Buttigieg once – went to an event like this, and then I was able to figure out that he was only in Afghanistan for four months because he had this date in his book, and uh, I was able to... That guy is such a phony when it comes to military stuff. All right, I'm sorry, one more thing? Yes, sir. Um, the I was a civil servant for New York City, and Mayor Adams is trying to take away our uh, senior care, Medicare, for 250000 retirees and it's really really a disgrace and uh i'm hoping that the media picks up on it because uh the people who are old in their 90s need the medicare senior care more than anybody uh, he's trying to get rid of that senior civil servants i'm looking for this right now um uh can he does he have the authority to do that i don't think i thought that stuff was like baked in no, well, he's the catalyst behind it. He has a backing from two unions, and these two unions make all the decisions, D.C. 37 and the teachers' union, and they shoved it down the seniors or all the seniors' throat. All right, hold on a second. Yeah, yeah, you're on. New York City has 25 days to settle retirees' switch to privatized insurance arbitrator rules. The ruling puts pressure on the city to finalize a Medicare Advantage plan for a quarter million retirees and may lead to the elimination of senior care. An arbitrator's ruling uh, cleared the way for New York City to switch over 250,000 retired city workers and their dependents to privatized health insurance plans. The, well, what about that? Can you Are they pushing you into a privatized plan? Is that available? I mean, did they facilitate that for you? Yes, what they're doing is they're putting us in Medicare Advantage where they can de- deny a lot of things because it's for profit. Medicare was done by the federal government, and this Medicare advantage is for profit. So they're going to be denying and denying and denying. Yeah, no, it's uh, thank you for pointing this out. There's been very little coverage. I see an article here in the city from December and uh, one in the Daily News, also actually more recently. All right, let's get on this. Thank you very much for alerting us, and uh, I appreciate it, Bob. Hey, um, any final thoughts on Vietnam all these years later? Are you glad you went? I'm serious. Did you? Oh, he's, we lost him. Um, sometimes I hear stories about Vietnam and, you know, they can be pretty bleak. And But then sometimes people tell me, you know what? Kind of liked it. <laughs> yeah, it was a war, but it was, you know, amazing things can happen in a war. Horrible things. And believe it or not, you can have some laughs even in war. I kind of felt that way in Iraq. I was a journalist. I wasn't pulling any triggers, but uh, saw some horrible things, but also saw some amazing things and some funny things and some sad things. And it's kind of like life. And you never know what's going to happen next. Some people think that we're going to take care of. uh, We're going to be happy as soon as I lose those 10 pounds. As soon as I save $25,000, you never know when some maniac is going to rearrange your life. So um, 
Let's uh, let's enjoy the present, huh? Let's embrace it and let's get close to God. It seems like there's no way out for this country right now, but there's always a way out with God. There's always a path. He can turn this thing around like that. He can make all of this work out for the good. Be right back. Hi, it's Ernie Anastas. You know, your thoughts can affect how you feel, and how you feel can impact your thoughts. Addressing your mind and body connection is the key to improving your overall wellness. Bergen Newbridge Medical Center is the largest hospital in New Jersey, providing comprehensive, equitable, compassionate, and high-quality emergency inpatient and outpatient medical care, plus mental health services and substance use disorder treatment. The Bergen Newbridge team can address your total health needs in one convenient location. Call 201-225-7130 for an appointment or newbridgehealth.org. Greg Kelly, entertaining and informative on the Red Apple Podcast Network. And like clockwork, they're all talking about gun control. Gun control, more laws, more laws uh, to make it harder to get a gun. That's going to solve all of our problems. Um, And I hear this. uh, By the way, that's all nonsense. Oh, by the way, Uh, a society out of control. That's what led to this thing. That's what led to this and this hideous embrace of gender affirmation. <sighs> that that is a perverse trend and they're not talking about it. It's it, you're in trouble, actually, if you do. Some silly website is uh, going to town on me right now. Media Matters, MediaMatters.org about uh, this because I had somebody on last night. Christine, oh, by the way, from Connecticut. And we went through it. We went through all the cases over the past several years of transgender individuals who have shot up schools, shot up workplaces, uh, gone crazy with weapons, hit people in the head with bats. Um, It's happening. And we could not find any cases of white supremacists doing the same thing. How about that? There's something else that you're hearing a lot of. I think this was the 138th mass shooting of uh, 2023, and it's only March. 138th mass shooting, mass shootings. Kind of trying to convey that this happens every day, you know, where a maniac walks into a school and shoots children. It doesn't, of course. Now, what they're trying to do is conflate unfortunate but typical gang activity, criminal activity that happens all the time, and liberals don't seem to have a problem with it. Chicago, which they also call uh, Chirac, nicknamed Chirac, Chicago, Iraq, Chirac, because it's hideously dangerous there. Dozens and dozens and dozens of people shot in a typical weekend and nobody. It's fine. It's fine. Mass shootings, I believe, is anytime three or more people are shot in one kind of episode. That's a mass shooting. But it's. Unfortunately, all too conceivable and understandable in the inner city because that's where the crime is. And it happens. There's crime. We understand that. There's gang activity, battles over drugs, turf, reputation, all of that stuff. It happens every single day. But the unthinkable, let's face it, is still the idea You're not involved in the drug trade. You're not in the gang. You're just sitting there in Catholic school in third grade and somebody comes in with a gun. That is unthinkable. Those kinds of things are incredibly rare. Still, still. Yes, they're happening more than they did uh, 40 years ago. 
But a lot of things are happening more than they did 40 years ago. Hey, uh, people don't believe in God like they did 40 years ago. People don't believe in America like they did 40 years ago. Have you seen video games? Oh, by the way, nobody says anything about video games. I know it sounds like it's a it was a debate that we waged in 1990 because Grand Theft Auto was considered very, very dangerous or very, very it was pretty intense. And then we moved on. Okay, uh, you know, it's a silly argument. Mm, Video games are here to stay. Well, they gotten a lot more intense. Have you seen this Call of Duty? I played it last night. Uh, It is it's just well, here's here's what it sounds like. Cut 36. The new instruction point, cross. This is a video game. <laughs> That's a video game. And people's heads are exploding. You know what video games sounded like when I was a kid? Beep. 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 Remember Pong? With those paddles? Beep. Beep. I think it was called Telstar. Everybody had a Telstar. Um, what else is going on? We're we're telling people to take these drugs. You know, this drug, that drug. Uh, I don't want to name any particular drugs because I don't need any lawsuits. But I notice that no one ever, ever, ever talks about all the drugs that kids are on now. I'm talking about psychotropic drugs, drugs for the brain. And I see the commercials and I... I <laughs> They they warn us about a lot of bad things that can happen with these pills. Cut 35. Some people have had changes in behavior, hostility, agitation, depressed mood, and suicidal thoughts or actions. Suicidal thoughts or actions. Suicidal, homicidal. Pleasant piano music in the background as they, you know, <laughs> garden or row a boat or do all those things. <laughs> what, what can happen with that pill one more time? Some people have had changes in behavior, hostility, agitation, depressed mood, and suicidal thoughts or actions. I would not take that pill. How about you, Connie? Connie is in New Jersey. Hi, you're back. Hi, Greg. Uh, Yeah, I got dropped before, but (laughs) I'm back. Um, I I agree with you. Um, I was uh, listening to a lot of shows and the news, and uh, this woman was on uh, drugs for being a man. And she was seeing a doctor and she was suicidal. So that to me is like being on suicide watch. Shouldn't the doctor be able to push a button somewhere or or put her on a list so the gun owners know not to sell her anything? Well, number one, we don't know uh, if she was on medication and what that medication was. We don't know that. Um, We know that she was being treated for an emotional disorder. That can mean a lot of things. That can mean going in and sitting on the couch and talking about your problems, or maybe she was actually taking testosterone because the transgender, she really did want to become a man. I don't know. We don't know that. Uh, I also don't know if um, every time somebody sees that you're in a bad mood, I don't know if the cops should be called or the doctor should be calling uh, local gun stores. I don't know. I don't know if I like that either. But Connie... Interesting, very interesting, and uh, to be continued. And I'll be right back. Greg Kelly, Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hey, the grand jury in Manhattan, Alvin Bragg's grand jury, the one that was going after Donald Trump, has been disbanded uh, for at least, it looks like, a month. Yeah, a month. This means that Trump 
<laughs> He's off the hook, at least for now. And um, this was a total, total, total sham, a total fraud. I, uh, <laughs> If they actually brought it, if they brought that case, could they have gone to jail? The weirdest part of that case, and nobody really understands this and talks about it. It's 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 complicated, and I don't pretend to know all the ins and outs, but one of the key components was this, that Donald Trump was a victim of blackmail. Now, why is that interesting, or why is it? Remember, let's say that Donald Trump was a victim of blackmail, that uh, Stormy Daniels wanted that money, and um, and she got paid off. Otherwise, she was going to uh, spread a bunch of lies. Now, why would he pay you that money if it's just lies? He could just say it was lies. Well, uh, there was that picture of the two of them together. And this is the last thing he needed uh, at that time or at any time. So if $130,000 uh, makes her go away when you're spending hundreds of millions of dollars on a on a presidential campaign, I don't think it's a lot of money. But anyway, they um, in the case, they had to make it that there was a victim. You have to have a victim of a crime for there to be a crime. So who was the victim? Um, Stormy Daniels apparently got her money. Um, uh, Michael Cohen, for whatever reason, took out a home loan to do this thing, but he got paid back. Uh, Donald Trump did not steal money. It was his money that was used. Where's the victim? Where is the victim? Well, believe it or not, legally, they say behind the scenes that Donald Trump was the victim here. How could they charge him? Good question. But they need a victim. You have to have that check in the block somehow. There has to be a victim. Then you can go to work prosecuting even the victim. It's like this. Let's say you're held up on the street and some guy points a gun at you and says, give me your money. And you hand over your, your wallet. This is, like, this is like accusing you of a crime. You're the victim, right? You're the victim. You are the victim. But then they can interpret it this way. You're furthering a criminal act because money is transferring. That's a crime, right? There's a crime. You're being held up. Well, to complete that criminal act, a payment must take place and you are paying somebody. Therefore, you're part of the crime. That's what they're saying about Trump. It is insane. It is ridiculous. But about Trump, they can say insane, ridiculous things. The media will um, uh, give them protection and cover. Uh, the details, the devil's in the details. No one's going to dig that deep. Just say Trump's a monster and you can fill uh, two years of cable TV shows. Um, They don't think that regular people are going to bother to learn about these facts because everybody's got a life to live and that kind of thing. You can't sit around reading uh, Mark Pomerantz's book. Mark Pomerantz, the overzealous weirdo prosecutor who, in his uh, free time, out of uh, what was it, a, a passion of his, volunteered to hang around the district attorney's office to try to come up with a way to get Trump. And he confesses to it in his own book. He does. And he also reveals what a horrible person he is and how they would uh, use fear and intimidation tactics and pretend they had something on somebody when they didn't in an effort to make them turn just horrible, horrible stuff. This is not the way the government is supposed to function. So that's a victory. It's not a t- final victory. It's not total victory, but it is a victory for for Donald Trump. And that's great. Um, ooh, Chris Christie. How long ago was he governor of, uh, of uh, New Jersey? How long ago was that? 
That's a while ago. When did he leave office? We were up to like, uh, we had, who came right after him? Was it Murphy? I don't know. Um, he was elected, I think, in 2009. Eight years, that would mean he left in 2017, right? So that's six years ago. Mm, not that long ago, I guess. Two-term governor. Uh, he wants to run for president. And he's saying, guess what? He can do to Donald Trump what he did to little Marco, Marco Rubio. I don't remember what he did to little Marco Rubio. I don't care what he did to little Marco Rubio. Marco Rubio came in fifth place. And uh, I, I think Chris Christie came in sixth place in the primary. So you can do what you did to you're going to do to Trump. You're going to stop Trump the way you stop Marco Rubio. Uh, l- listen to Chris Christie here boasting once again. Uh, oh, I just lost that. Where was I? Ah, here we go. Cut 17, please. Cut 17. This is Chris Christie in New Hampshire. Let me tell you something. You better have somebody on that stage who can do to him what I did to Marco. Because that's the only thing that's going to defeat Donald Trump. And that means you got to have the skill to do it. And that means you have to be fearless because he will come back and right at you. And so you need to think about who's got the skill to do that and who's got the guts to do it. Because it's not going to end nicely, no matter what. His end will not be a calm and quiet conclusion. And so, you know, my great memories from here were were about doing this. We did over 100 town hall meetings in New Hampshire when I ran. All right, stop. And I love... That's good. I mean, but the first part, it's preposterous. It's totally preposterous. He was on the stage with Donald Trump and Donald Trump creamed him and everybody else. But his whole thing now is I can do to Donald Trump what I did to little Marco (laughs) in 2016. He's saying this with a straight face and nobody remembers what he did to little Marco. Nobody, nobody remembers. I actually do remember now. It's coming back to me. Little Marco, Marco Rubio. And I shouldn't call him little Marco. He's actually a very good guy. Very talented. Great U.S. Senator. Very smart. Unfortunately, he will always look like he's 14 years old. He will always look like he's in the eighth grade. And um, it's just, it's something he'll never recover from. Uh, They could give him gray hair and he'll still look like a a little kid. He can be a great United States senator, but president, I don't think so. Um, What did he say to, oh yeah, little Marco kept repeating himself. He kept, he had this go-to line. We'll find it. He kept on saying it. And then all Chris Christie was saying is like, you sound like a broken record, Marco. You sound like a broken record. That wasn't exactly uh, only Rosie O'Donnell. Okay, that, that's talent. That's skill. You sound like a broken record. No, that's second grade. Uh, sorry, sorry about that. All right, what was the other thing? Uh, hey, we have some heroes on Capitol Hill. Now, we really do. And I know it's very easy to complain about politicians. And, and Ted Cruz is... He can be tough to take, but they had a hearing yesterday with the Department of Homeland Security Secretary Mayorkas, the Department of uh, Unsecurity, the Department of let them all in. What are they thinking? They're not thinking. Or they're just doing. The globalists want the uh, free labor, the cheap labor, and the Democrats want the votes. So they want an open border. So he's in an untenable position. Totally untenable. And. Um, and they all know it. Here's Ted Cruz. Cut nine. 
How many migrants died in 2022? Um, uh, at our uh, approaching our southern border. Yes. Precisely why we are seeking to exclude so you're, this. Can, do you know the answer? Do you know how many died? I do not. You do not. Of course you don't. I know how many died. Eight hundred and fifty three. That is eight hundred and fifty three. And by the way, here are the numbers that have died every year. You go back to 1998. You see it's consistently between 300 and 400, 300, 400, 300, 400. Suddenly, 2021, what happens? You get in office, and that red line are dead bodies. I've been on the Rio Grande, and I've seen dead bodies floating there who've drowned because of your refusal to do your job. You don't even know how many have died. What do you say to the Texas farmers and ranchers who find pregnant ladies dead on their property, who find toddlers dead on their property? What do you say to them? Wow. You know, sometimes um, these politicians can overdo it. No, this is great. They're representing us. The frustration we this is that was great. Good for you, Senator Cruz. What else can we do? What else can we do? Thank God you're doing what you're doing. And he's right about all those things that happened on the border. You know, who can tell you about that. Mark Gastineau. He uh, he's very familiar with uh, these these troubles down there. Uh, one of our favorite listeners. Uh, there's more of Ted Cruz, Republican of Texas, Princeton University graduate, Harvard Law grad. Uh, Alan Dershowitz said he's the smartest guy he ever met. And oh, by the way, he once considered very seriously being an actor. I'm not cons- I'm not I'm not accusing him of being a dramatic. This is necessary and this is real. Cut 10. Mr. Secretary, I want to say to you right now, it is your behavior is disgraceful and the deaths, the children assaulted, the children raped. They are at your feet. And if you had integrity, you would resign. And I will tell you, the men and women of the Border Patrol, they've never had a political leader undermine them. They despise you, Mr. Secretary, because you're willing to let children be raped to follow political orders. This is a crisis. It's a disgrace. And you won't even admit this human tragedy is a crisis. Wow. This point, I think you say, let's take it outside. All right. Mano a mano. Kick his ass, Ted. I don't want any violence, but it seemed like, you know, I mean, let's fade. Let's. Uh, there's, it's, it's not over. Cut 11. What the senator said was revolting. I'm not going to address it. Your refusal to do your job is revolting. <clears throat> yeah. Wow. And then John Kennedy speaks up. John Kennedy, Republican of Louisiana. I know I always think of uh, the, the president, but this guy is great. He sounds like a you know bit of a good old boy, but I believe he went to Oxford. He's a Rhodes Scholar, brilliant man. Cut twelve. Here's what I learned today. I learned today that uh, either Secretary Mayorkas believes in completely completely open borders. Or he is not qualified to manage a Chuck E. Cheese. All right. Eh, that was pretty cute. I mean, uh, but good. Good, 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 good. Hey, you hear people complain about those who say thoughts and prayers, right? Thoughts and prayers at a time like this, thoughts and prayers. Now you're not even supposed to say that. Joe Biden would say that. You know what he says? Our hearts and concerns go out at this time. Our hearts and concerns. You know what he needs? He needs Peggy Noonan. <laughs> he needs a speechwriter. Our hearts and concerns, huh? Wow. Um, but here's the chaplain of the United States Senate. And part of this will sound, you know, well, it's, it'll sound powerful. But listen closely. This guy's getting very political. And oh, by the way, he's he's standing right next to uh, Senator Patty Murray. 
a, a woman who is basically in favor of infanticide when it comes to abortion. Listen to this guy. Cut 40, please. Let us pray. Eternal God, we stand in awe of you. Lord, when babies die at a church school, it is time for us to move beyond thoughts and prayers. Stop! This is a minister saying don't pray. Prayer is the most powerful thing. It really is, and it works, especially when we do it as a country. Maybe you could say something like, instead of just saying it, how about actually doing it? This guy. (laughs) I know, it sounds a little bit, uh, am I uncomfortable giving a pastor a hard time? He's just a man, and he's saying these words right next to the chief abortionist of America. Keep going. On thoughts and prayers. Remind our lawmakers of the words of the British statesman Edmund Burke. All that is necessary for evil to triumph is for good people to do nothing. Lord, deliver our senators. Traffic jams, tailgating, pileups. Ugh, the joys of driving. How could it get worse? The federal government wants to have a say in what you drive. That's right. The Biden administration's EPA is pushing mandates that would ban two out of every three vehicles on the road today. Don't let Washington become your backseat driver. Protect the freedom of driving your way. Visit energycitizens.org. Paid for by the American Petroleum Institute. From the paralysis of analysis that waits for the miraculous. All right. You see what I mean? The senators, what are you going to do? Just pass the 1,537th law on guns. Do something, right? Just then you'll be able to say you did something. Then you'll be able to say, you'll be able to go back home. You'll be able to go on Chuck Todd and you'll be able to brag about some phony thing you signed that makes absolutely no difference, right? These guns have been around since guns, all right? Since America. America, hey, like it or not, guns, Second Amendment, all right? There are so many other things happening that we as citizens can change. We as Christians and Jews and Muslims can change. Faith in God can change. God can change. Instead of a bunch of senators signing a piece of paper. Give me a moment. Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Secretary, do you agree with the president that we should ban the private ownership of assault weapons in America? Senator, I do. What is an assault weapon? It is, for example, an AK-47. Can you give me a definition other than just pointing to a specific weapon? Would there be other weapons besides an AK-47 you would ban? Uh, There uh, uh, very well are. And I remember when I was a federal prosecutor uh, in the Central District of California, 
from September 25th, 1989 to, I believe it was April 2001. And I thank you uh, for your service, the, but if you could the answer law enforcement, my question. The, the vast majority of law enforcement officers, uh, leaders uh, with whom I worked, uh, uh, were uh, greatly in support of the assault weapons Mr. ban. Mr. Chairman, you know of, why we get so frustrated with you? Because you won't give straight answers. I think I just did. No, you didn't. No, you didn't. Do you have an, a, def, a definition of an assault weapon? Uh, I am confident there is a technical definition of what is an assault weapon, uh, and it was uh, assuredly used uh, in the context of the statute that previously existed banning assault weapons. Oh, is that it? Is he done? Oh, man, he even got it better than that. He kept going. Assault weapon. He has no idea. No idea. But Dan Herschel does. Dan is uh, our chief engineer here, and he is a proud gun owner. Dan, don't tell us how many guns you have because uh, you never know when they're going to come for them, and we don't want anybody to have an inventory. You know that, right? Totally. Okay. Uh, how many guns do you have? Um, undisclosed. All but right, all good. of them are fully licensed and legal with the state of New York. Um, what was he getting at there with the assault weapons thing? I mean, look, I, I'm a big Second Amendment guy. I shot every weapon there is, but I am, uh, you know, you, you, you do it more than I do. So what, what's going on in that exchange? Well, a lot of politicians and people will go on and use the term assault weapon, but they don't really, to, to the point in the clip, they can't define it. They can't define it at all. And what a lot of people don't understand is that civilian-type weapons, um, rifles, ARs, AKs, whatever it is, civilian-type are not military weapons. They're not set up that way. It's it's no more dangerous than a regular hunting rifle. It's a semi-automatic 99.9% of the time. Yes. you got to pull the trigger for one bullet to fire. That's right. And they think assault weapons are pull the trigger and it all comes out. Correct. But they're wrong, and they're actually inflicting it. Stay with us, Dan. More gun stuff when we come back and your calls. Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Let's go. I need three. One more. Let's go. Metro Police. Was that awesome or what? Was that awesome or what? And they search the whole damn place. And uh, then they hear the shooting from upstairs. These are the cops responding to the to the Nashville school shooting on Monday. This is body camera footage. And then let's uh, let's bring it to a close, shall we? Cut 24. Keep pushing. Go. Shots fired. Shots fired. Shots fired. Move. Right, right, right. Push it LPVO. Push it LPVO. Go right. Move, move. Watch out, watch out. Wow. I'm sorry, but I... That was cool. It was. I said it, right? You don't look at that stuff and not want to be a cop, all right? Every guy in America wants to be a cop after watching that. I know I do. Dan Herschel, how about you? 
It was like it was out of Call of Duty. The sound effect, the, the way that the sound and, and the, the progression of the event didn't even sound real. It almost, yeah, it was, uh, it was, I mean, it was perfect. It was perfect. Almost computer generated in a weird way because we see those things on in games. We don't see them in real life for the exactly. most part. Exactly. Right? So, all right. So back to the gun thing. Dan is our chief engineer. He owns a lot of guns. He's uh, he's an expert. Um, number one, the cop who fired that was not an, uh, a fully automatic. That was these are semi-automatic weapons, pistol and rifle, right? Correct. One bullet per trigger pull. And so many politicians, particularly Democrats, they just don't know what they're talking about. Especially Joe Biden. You know, the other day he said she was armed with uh, AK forty sevens. He didn't see the pictures. He can, well, he was armed with ice cream. <laughs> he does. I don't think he knows really exactly what an AK-47 is. Yeah. And it was pretty wild to hear Mayorkas not understand the distinction between, well, what a semi-automatic went. And assault weapon is almost like a media term. It's almost like a, uh, uh, you know, like from the movies or something, right? Is there, I don't know. I mean, technically, I guess I have seen the M-16 assault weapon. The word A does stand for assault, I believe, in AR. Is that right? Oh, automatic automatic rifle? No. What does it stand for? AR stands for Armalite, which is the company that originally designed the weapon. You see? Armalite. This is why you're here. Thank you. Not a gun expert, but I I, I know more than the average. uh, No, and uh, I fired all these guns, but it's been a long time. Quite frankly, I think I need to get uh, myself to the range and get myself to Global Security Group, take that course, Mm -hmm. and get myself that permit. Uh, after seeing that guy get stabbed at the Starbucks in Vancouver, did you see that? I did not, but I assume it was an assault knife. It was. It was. Uh, I, you couldn't tell what kind of knife, but this guy is in the uh, some Starbucks in Vancouver with his fiance and three year old daughter, and some jerk is uh, vaping and blowing smoke on them. And he's like, "Hey, do you mind? Not you know, my daughter's here," and uh, he stabs him, and the guy comes stumbling out. He's still stabbing him, and. Uh, you see him bleeding all over the place. It's horrible. His name was uh, Smith, I believe, 37 years old. It's just, and Vancouver, I thought, was supposed to be kind of a safe place. Everything in Canada, right? Yeah, supposedly. And, uh, well, they don't have much in the way of guns up there, but you can still, right, knives. You know they have mass killings in China with knives? Sure. In Europe, they have them, too. This, this is a thing in England with uh, people getting stabbed. And we could get guns. You could get guns here, um and, and 200 years ago, 100 years ago, 50 years ago, guns were available. We had the Second Amendment. Um, what we didn't have is this society in complete and utter freefall. That's my that's what I think is going down. Society has been corrupted. Um, the guns, there always have been guns. There always will be guns. This corruption is artificial. This corruption is man-made uh, or, or the work of the devil and or and, in addition to agreed 100 percent. But there's also something else that we have now uh, in addition to guns that we haven't had before. Um, and that is more and more psychiatric medication. Mental health is the problem. And it's being evidenced over and over and over again. Did you see my show last night? I talked about that. I talked about it, it in the last hour. All these drugs that we're putting kids on and adults, psychotropic drugs. They weren't doing that 30 years ago, 40 years ago. Right. Uh, I don't want to say the names of the medication because, quite frankly, I don't want lawsuits and I don't need the pharmaceutical industry. But at least I'm talking about you guys and you guys know who you are and you know about the side effects and why no one talks about you guys and the pills you're giving everybody uh, is because you're powerful and you own Congress and you own the media. Right. Yeah. Follow the money. Follow the money. I mean, you see pharmaceutical uh, ads on television all the time. 
They are probably the biggest lobbyists, like probably 50 times more so than the NRA, which is pretty uh, like a boutique shop in comparison. So nobody, uh, nobody, you can't go there. You can't go there, but we go there. Uh, and the side effects, let me just play you this, Dan. Where's that thing about the side effects that I got? It's uh, what it does to you. It can, you always hear it at the commercial. Yeah, listen to this. Cut 35. We don't say the drug's name, but listen to what happens if you take this drug. Right in the, even with the pretty piano music in the background. Cut 35. Some people have had changes in behavior, hostility, agitation, depressed mood, and suicidal thoughts or actions. Suicidal thoughts or actions. You know, I mean, if you're going to say suicidal, you might as well say homicidal as well. They don't want to say that because that would really get people. You know what I mean? It's one thing. So it's it's a thing. It's amazing. It's amazing how still. And oh, by the way, transgender. Sorry, but it is a disorder. It's a disorder. And it's being over prescribed. I 100 percent agree. um, But that is. So you're right about that. Mental health. All right. What are what are some of the things that people need to know about guns? You know, you're watching the news. What do they get wrong? What do they get? A high capacity magazine. It's a standard capacity magazine for a uh, um, let, let's let's talk about an AR for a second is 30 rounds. New York state limits you to 10 rounds. Um, so a 30 round magazine is not a high capacity magazine. That is a standard capacity magazine. Another thing they get wrong. Um, they talk about civilian weapons being, you know, uh, you know, to our point, we said before assault rifles. Uh, on a military weapon, there's a little switch, and it lets you switch between several modes on the rifle. Single shot, like a civilian rifle, where one bullet comes out every time you pull the trigger, and there is fully automatic, which is you hold the bu- you hold the trigger down, and it goes pop 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 pop. And there's also a burst ra- a, a, a burst mode where it'll shoot three bullets per trigger pull. Now, especially in the state of New York, those weapons are not allowed to have those features. It's safe or one bullet per trigger pull. And that is a semi-automatic. A lot of people will gray the lines between what is a, a fully automatic and a semi-automatic weapon. If you ban semi-automatic weapons, every single Glock that every police officer is carrying is now illegal. If you ban semi-automatic weapons, you're basically banning weapons. Correct, except for revolvers, lever action, or bolt action. Uh, which still exist, uh, but yeah, nobody nobody buys them, nobody uses them. The preferred is the nine, you know, semi-automatic. Enthusiasts and for fun, yes. By the way, when I joined the military and I got my hands on my first M16, I was mildly disappointed, <laughs> actually, <laughs> that it did not have fully automatic. I would be too if I was in the military. It only No, all the M16s, it had uh, single shot uh, and um, semi and, and three round burst. Mm-hmm. That's it. Still and, fun. Yeah, but I was, you know, it's not as fun as we had uh, what they called squad automatic weapons, a saw. And that thing you could have a lot of fun with. I mean, with you can, you know, fire and hundreds around. But you don't actually want that because guess what? It overheats. Mm -hmm. It's a complicated, it's more complicated. Um, It was always uh, jamming. And uh, so anyway, yeah, even in the military, you don't get the fully automatic often, often. And the general issue, I don't believe is fully automatic. At least it wasn't in the 90s when I was in. Yeah. There, there is something these days that people are putting in that's uh, there's something called a Glock switch. Have you heard of that? Uh, no. It's a small modification, about a $20 part that you can add to any, I don't know about any Glock pistol. I'm sure they're made for, uh, per, uh, per model. But it bypasses a, uh, um, a piece of the mechanism inside the gun, which turns a pistol into a fully automatic weapon. Now, I know you could do that with an AR-15. I've heard of that. Yeah. I didn't know it's a, but you really don't want that. I mean, if you're a serious, if you're a marksman, if you're, a, you would not want that. 
even if you wanted to do bad things with it, I think it would probably, you know, you can't have that gun going crazy like that. No, even when you watch TV, when somebody fires a weapon, there's usually no no recoil with that. And people who haven't fired guns before really don't know a lot about it. You really don't know it until you're doing it. Oh, including and especially Joe Biden. If you want to see something funny, <laughs> Google uh, Joe Biden says, get a shotgun. Joe Biden oh. says, get a shotgun. Joe Biden actually has publicly said to people he should get a shotgun and, and, and just watch the video. Watch what he says and watch what happens next. It's pretty amazing. Dan Herschel, our chief engineer, real quick. Um, how long have you been in the radio business? I Roughly. <laughs> 23 years. And uh, chief engineer. Um, where's the antenna? Where's our antenna? WABC's uh, antenna or tower is in Lodi, New Jersey. How do we get, how does my voice get to Lodi, New Jersey? Specialized internet circuits. Spe- Ooh, special internet? What's this about? Well, we have special internet that has special agreements with the, um, with the internet service providers that guarantees X amount of uptime uh, on each circuit. We have multiple uh, internet service providers that get that audio to New Jersey. So if one of them fails, the system switches over and provides another audio source for the transmitter. Wow. Uptime. Did you say uptime? I did. That's uh, now. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Wait a second. Um, so we will never, ever, ever go off the air. We'll never say never. Okay. <laughs> Anything right. can happen, but um, we're also uh, what's known as a, a PEP station, a primary entry point station for FEMA. So the government provides us with a generator and fuel and rations in order to stay on the air from New Jersey in the event of a uh, catastrophic emergency. Hey, do me a favor. Can you switch it so our signal goes from the Empire State Building? That would, I think that would be cooler than Lodi, New Jersey. Those were the days, man. I think we, that would be nice to get back up there. AM radio doesn't let us do that. We need an FM for that. Uh, oh, really? Yeah. AM uses the ground to radiate and uh, FM needs height. And uh, the RF kind of comes out like an umbrella. So. What do you mean it needs the ground? So the the, the tower will radiate the um, um, the RF energy out from the base of the tower um, and use ground radials that are underground to help enhance that signal. Um, so you need ground conductivity for an AM radio station. You go out to New Jersey, go over the GW into the Meadowlands, you're going to notice a lot of towers out there in swampland, and that's good because the ground is more conductive. Hey, have you heard this thing about getting rid of AM radios and uh, new cars? I have. Is that a big? Is that really happening, or what? They, I think Ford is uh, is keeping them out of their EVs, and you can't. There's no AM in Teslas at this point. So, I mean, obviously, they're. I mean, I think it's a move against talk radio, and that's a move against uh, uh, conservatives. I, I agree. Most conservative talk is on AM radio. Now, here's the thing, Greg, about primary entry point and radio and all that. We saw in New York when you have antennas high up on a building, they're not necessarily going to stay up on that building, are they? Because we saw here those buildings may not necessarily be forever. But an AM radio station in the middle of a swamp is unlikely to get attacked. Oh, all right. So you see all, what I mean? Yeah. Huh. What does AM stand for? Amplitude modulation. This is amazing. I love. And what is what does FM stand for? Frequency modulation. Oh, I always thought it standard for Fox Mike. Hey, <laughs> what an idiot I am. I'm sorry. Uh, amplitude modulation. And what does AR-15 stand for again? Armalite. And I don't know what the 15 part is for, but I said I'm not an expert. Well, 15 is a number. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> sorry. I learned something. Dan Herschel, day. I'll be right back. Thank you very much. Thank you, Greg.
Greg Kelly on the Red Apple Podcast Network. Hey, ever notice that we have guards at the mall, guards at the parking lot? We've got security guards at the nightclub, security guards at the strip club. Yet very frequently we have no guards at schools guarding those who are the most precious, the most innocent, our future. That is pretty screwed up, don't you think? John in New Jersey, hello. Greg, I want to thank you for allowing me to just be, uh, just give you some information that I feel is necessary, especially after what you just said about security guards. Greg, what, why can't we just propose these 87,000 IRS agents armed that were going to be hired? Why can't we change that line item and put those 87,000 individuals with a new title of a school resource officer into 87,000 schools? I'm a simple man with a simple idea. What do you think? I love it. I absolutely love it. Uh, we could, uh, I don't want a federal force, but we could actually make it a mandate. Uh, the states have to do it. 87,000, whatever it takes. The IRS doesn't need that. We know what that's all about. I think it's a great idea, John, and I appreciate it very, very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I got, we got to, I'm going to, I'm going to try to push that myself, John. Thank you very much. Giving you full credit, of course. Paul in Dutchess County. Yes. Hey, Greg, um, let me just uh, make one point. I'm going to put myself a little bit out on a limb on this. Um, last year, we had the Uvalde school shooting. And if anything positive could have came out of that, I think possibly police departments around the nation looked at that and said, that's what wrong looks like. We don't want to be that. And that the training that's happened subsequently in police departments around the nation has probably reflected what not to do so that what we saw it happen this week in Nashville was a result of that. These police officers were well-trained. They took aggressive action, and they did what was needed. Yeah, you know, you got to be aggressive. Imagine that. Aggress- aggression has become a bad word. You want aggressive cops. Look, I'll say this. Uvalde was so screwed up. I mean, that was one of the things that was so shocking about it. I mean, we knew that. We thought everybody knew that. That was the big lesson after Columbine. Twenty, We already had a Columbine. We already had the big learning point. In Columbine, they waited for the SWAT team to show up. And that was too long and more people got killed. So, Paul, I mean, uh, yeah, you would. I mean, maybe it's enhanced it a little bit and now it's removed all doubt. Some people can't remember Columbine. I still don't think we needed Uvalde, obviously, obviously, obviously. But, uh, man, we agree. It was awesome what they did. They were so good, those cops. Thank you, Paul. Thank you very much. Jim, uh, no, I'm sorry, Robert in Suffolk. Yeah. Hi. Hi, Greg. Hey. These kids, the teachers, the, the school people, psychologists, counselors, the doctors, and the parents who go along with this trans agenda, they're all turning these kids into mental and emotional wrecks. Hey, Gender man. Dysphoria. Yeah, Gender I'm not... dysphoria. Sorry, go ahead. Gender dysphoria is a, DS, a, a DSM disease. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. It's in the book. It's in the book. It really is. And uh, maybe it's fashionable. Maybe it's stylish, but it's wrong. And everybody knows it. You want to do it? Fine. Wait until you're an adult. It's for adults, not children. Thank you, pal. Thank you. And even adults. Oh, by the way, it's being pushed too much. This shooter. Oh, by the way, was 28 years old. That's an adult. And uh, still uh, still all kinds of problems. Thank you, Deborah in New Jersey. Hi, Greg. What is up um, with the phone? It's still sparkling and crinkling. 
Can Dan Herschel think fix that? He's pretty good at the engineering stuff. He knew what everything stood for. He's very, very talented. He could fix that. It's a Verizon problem. He's actually. got to no, know he could fix that. He could fix that. I know somebody who has an, the ultimate set of tools, actually. He's a television repairman. He could fix that. Uh, all right. Sorry, Barbara. Go ahead. De- De- Deborah, go ahead. Okay. Um, today's uh, Vietnam Remembrance Day. Yeah. Okay. Um, what about Charles Shelton, one of the POWs that never came home, and many of them? What about him? What about them? What about all of them? Why I don't mean, we ask Henry I, Kissinger where they are? Uh, never don't came give home. Uh, Secretary Kissinger. Are you gonna are you gonna pile on with the liberals against Henry Kissinger? He was a he's he that guy. He's a living legend. You know, I see him every now and then. You I do. see it. the I, world is a very complicated place. Okay, and sometimes you got to do some things that aren't uh, aren't pretty. I'm not blaming the POWs on Henry Kissinger. I don't think anybody does. Henry Kissinger is uh, he's a warrior. And uh, I wish they were all back home, of course, all accounted for. But it's war. War is hell. One of the reasons why you avoid war, you only fight it when it's absolutely necessary. Anyway, Deborah, final thought. Yes, uh, Greg, the picture with Trump with Stormy Daniels. Yeah. Everybody thinks, well, they took a photo together. I want to remind everybody, um, Rosalind Carter, Jimmy Carter, took a picture with John Wayne Gacy. Does that mean they had anything to do with his history of killing murders? <laughs> Is that right, John Wayne Gacy? John Wayne Gacy met Jimmy Carter? Exactly. There's a photo, a famous photo yeah, of Yeah, no, I, I, w- I would love to see it. That's amazing. Yeah, I mean, you can't. I mean, people take pictures with people all the time. I personally have had my picture taken with at least two porn stars. Uh, Jenna Jameson was one. And uh, who was the other? I can't remember. She wrote a book and they had her on the show for some reason. I do think you can be nice to people and not necessarily endorse what they do. And I do think pornography is very, very harmful to uh, those who produce it and those who consume it. Speaking from experience, uh, Tony, very quickly, please. Very, very strange timing on the Tennessee shooting and the change in laws in Tennessee for adult performance. Uh, the state changed the laws just a few weeks before banning all that. Very yeah, yes, the governor uh, made it illegal to have uh, drag shows with minor children in attendance. That is interesting and something that uh, requires further. Well, it's very interesting. We need to see that manifesto. Maybe it's in the manifesto. I'll see you all tonight at uh, 10 o'clock on Newsmax. Thank you. This is Greg Kelly for Priority Gold. What does it mean to be America's precious metals dealer? It means that you're in touch with the hearts and minds of those who love this country, value our freedom, and want to protect the future. Priority Gold is that precious metals dealer. They've helped thousands of Americans back their retirement with solid gold and silver. Call Priority Gold at 888-506-6439. Receive free shipping, free storage, a free investment guide, and one of the best purchase experiences in the industry. Call now or go to PriorityGold.com.